0: beautiful just beautiful
1: i love it oh my god do i love it beautiful
0: i just can't say it enough it's it's a 2-2 series now and penguins don't even know who to start now this just escalated more from chance to did they really get in this guy's head are they really considering not playing it? Like, wow.
1: If Murray even remotely says, like, oh, that, that crowd wasn't intimidating, he's wrong. He's absolutely wrong. He's lying to himself, and everybody knows it. Like, the Penguins,
0: it. Uh, no offense, they got embarrassed. They got outplayed completely. It's just, oh, man, that crowd had me going, and that's probably one of the best chants I've heard.
1: Oh, without a doubt. Um, I mean, and you guys... Come from the, I would almost say the Flyers are the king of chance, especially when it comes to against the Penguins. But um, Sox,
0: baby.
1: Flurry. That's that's just incredible. Um, here we go. We are in a best of oh. three series now. Yeah, zero zero series. Technically speaking,
0: it's uh it's gonna be crazy now.
1: I, among everybody, cannot wait for Game Five. Uh, going back away. to Pittsburgh. Uh, it's tomorrow, probably around 7.38, um, oh, man, I love how it's coming down to, basically, I mean, if, uh, <clears throat> if, uh, the, damn, I can't got speak it. right now, you I'm just it? that Do you excited, need me to jump in? Like, I am what's that going excited on? that it's I just speechless. can't speak, um, I, th- I think if, if Predators win tomorrow, that's it. It's, it's game, I game over. I do not think the Penguins have a shot winning in Nashville. It,
0: no, no way. And the worst thing is, is Predators have outplayed the Penguins, even in the games they lost, in my opinion. So,
1: especially Game One.
0: Especially Game One, and now they're going back. They've got some. They've got the momentum right now. This is the momentum. But they're going back in their heads to a stadium they have not won in, and now's the time to shine. It's this, in my opinion, could be the biggest game of all their careers, because if they win, I think they, they you're absolutely right. They close it in six. There's n- no shot of them losing at home. Unless I mean, penguins are a very good team. We can't underestimate them, but it just seems like they played slow. They played beaten. And if Nashville can outwork them again, it's, it's probably
1: series over without a doubt. Um, I want to talk, I mean obviously we're going to talk about game 4, but um really quick to kick this off, Nashville. You are full of talent. Sure, Derek Bentley is probably a good country singer. I don't listen to them, but really you're picking a guy that's got a, a dr- like a droning voice to sing the greatest song ever written. Not only was it droning, but it was pitchy. It was very monotone. It was not good. Yeah, it's... Just, it's just ter- tell Carrie to come down... They're 0 for 2 on the National Anthem.
0: Out. And if she comes down, that crowd's definitely going to go wild.
1: Oh, my God. Even crazier than before. Carrie would rock the house. But, um... I mean, there's my little two cents on that National Anthem. I mean, it's stunk. I, I hate to say it, but they just gotta...
0: The fact that we were all texting each other, saying how bad it was, that's how you know it was bad.
1: Yeah. But, um... Game four was fantastic. Um, I mean, statistically, I actually did research today, not guessing. Um, I, it was a pretty even game. This was the, the closest it's been, um, definitely, of the, of the four. Uh, shots on goal totals, 26-24 uh, to 24 in favor of the Predators. I, I think, well, this is where I'm guessing. Um, I think that was their lowest shot total so far in the series. Um, I mean, obviously, it, it, it still paid off, and uh, Pekka stood on his head. Oh, my God.
0: Did you hear the finish call, the one save? Oh, it was fantastic. Oh, that dude was going nuts. Was it, Who was it last year? It was Donskoy. Was he finished, too? The And he scored the goal, and the dudes went nuts on the...
1: All I remember from last year is the Bonino one. But Donskoy is Benito, game Benito, three Benito. overtime
0: winner. I think there's the same thing. It's just... Those foreign guys love hockey.
1: <laughs> oh, it's their lives, especially when it's their countrymen. I mean, the the Punjab one was just, I mean, that's how Bonino, they just Bonino, Bonino, They just Bonino. go nuts, but that was a finish call for their Finnish goalie. And I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Um back to the stats a little bit. Uh faceoff percentages Preds were still down. Uh they were down in game 3 in the faceoff percentages. They were also down, down in game 4, but I mean, um uh, I mean, they got it done when it counted, though. Uh, It was 56% um, to 44, obviously, in favor of the Pens. Uh, Power play were stalemates. Um, The Pens were 0 for 3, the Preds were 0 for 2. Last time, it was, uh, I believe the Preds were 2 for 3, and the Pens were uh, 1 for 2 or um, 0 for 2, something like that. But um, I think... What was the Penguins?
0: Where weren't they 0 for 4 in Game Three? Well, Some we should have looked up, but I think I think you're right. They've both been struggling. Um, the only thing for me is that I'm not so much worried about your power play going back to Pittsburgh, where it's been its best. They have the highest power play percentage in the playoffs. Um, I'm pretty yeah, they got the yeah. highest one, and. Going home, Penguin's gonna have some momentum a little bit, I the should Reds say.
1: Have to stay out of the box. Yep,
0: they gotta stay out of the box. You cannot get that crowd into it. That's one of those things. Penguins can't scored take those
1: stupid penalties. Penguin
0: scored the first goal in games three and four. And the crowd did not it didn't seem to really bug them. They they just completely one hundred percent supported the preds, started chance right away, kept it going. Predators do that in Pittsburgh, that crowd's silent. That crowd is going silent. The Nashville fans, I can't say enough about how much they it's like they are the seventh man, I think like that's insane. They are literally a factor in these playoffs.
1: Yeah, and I mean I love the fact that they don't sit down. I mean there's there's a few, but like ninety eight percent of them are standing the entire sixty minutes of the game. That is incredible. Um for I sure? don't it's think a, it's I've a big ever college seen... football
0: thing down there too. Yeah. All the college teams they do that for a lot of their teams there.
1: Um I don't think there's another team in the the entire league that does that. It, they're 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 in a whole nother league of their own in that that stadium, and I'm loving every second of it. And I mean, I'm not most times most times it.
0: you see the fan stand is on end of the game or you know overtime. They're all game. That it's insane. Freaks in nature down there.
1: Yeah, they know what's up, especially in their uh, in the party scene. But um, uh, already
0: seen. Are we are we gonna talk about those uh?
1: Was oh, we'll get we'll get to we'll those get, guys. We'll get to
0: those guys later. Then? Those guys okay. are
1: ridiculous. Um, I mean penalty minutes that that goes shout along out with to the... Rex
0: and Rob Ryan trying to fight on game three. Oh yeah, that was true. That so happened. R- look at them, just just swinging on random people apparently getting touchy with a bachelorette party. But
1: good guys, good guys. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> um, to my surprise, uh, Penguins out hit the Preds.
0: Well, Penguins have been playing physical the whole time, and it's uh, even Haglin, little little Hags is out there throwing it. What was it, Ryan Ellis? Like, I mean, you can't say enough about the determination. It's just no matter who it is, like we said on our other podcast, it's the playoffs, especially the Stanley Cup Finals. You're going after anybody you can no matter what, and that's just how it is. And Penguins a team that I think everybody doesn't give enough credit to for their physical play, including me, I think, you know like Vanny Cox or something like that, but, and uh, yeah, I just uh, can't say enough. I think he even said it. Crosby's playing probably his best physical hockey I've ever seen him play. He's not scoring goals, but he's playing physical and he's actually pissing some players off.
1: I actually uh, I read and I forget who it may have been Dan Rosen uh, from NHL.com, but uh, they're saying that. Um, losing game four, they wasted one of Crosby's best performances, which I don't see that being true. I mean, um, the guy's got 24 points for a reason. He's definitely performed better, but I mean, he had two breakaways. One he scored on, which, super lucky. That's a, it's a great bounce for him. Horrible for Pekka. Um, and then that, the big stop, which led to that incredible save. And, uh,
0: Yep. And then
1: scramble in front of the net.
0: Well, here's my thing, too: is you know, Crosby's it's, it's his first goal since the 09 finals, which is ridiculous because this is a guy who got MVP last year.
1: Uh without a goal, like, it doesn't make sense. I, it doesn't Riggs. make sense either.
0: But here's my thing: where's Fir- Phil Kessel? Where is Phil the Thrill? Like, he's just disappeared as this went to the finals. I don't think he has a goal. And Malkin apparently goes out and says, it's coming in game five. What happens if it doesn't? Like, where is Phil Kessel? He's just completely disappeared. Did anybody check the hot dog lines around the stadium? Like, what is going on? I want to know, because I'm not a huge fan of Pittsburgh Penguins, but I do appreciate talent. He, he's just... Phil Kessel's got one of the best absolute firing a snap or out of nowhere shots in the league. I think he's got the quicker Like, you literally... He'll just be scared snaps in. Like, it's just insane, and... I think he had a break away in Game 3. He didn't score. H- how long until he gets that goal? And if he gets that goal, does he go off? Because Philip Forsberg, yeah, it was an empty netter, but maybe that's what he needed to get a little more confidence and start going on now.
1: Yeah, I definitely think that was the, the kick in the pants he needed. Um, I mean, being the guy that he is, I mean, he's plus 17. He's got the best plus minus in the entire playoffs. I um, think uh, 18 points. I forgot. He had n- nine goals and... Seven or eight assists, I can't remember, but um, yeah, uh, to go into the the playoffs, and I think he had one or two assists, um, between the the first three games, but not to have a goal and a, an empty netter. I mean, it was like a hundred ninety-seven foot empty netter, but yeah, so it was a nice one. Um,
0: it's not like he skated
1: up all. It's alone. confidence. Yes, it's confidence. He's like, just because there's no goalie doesn't mean it makes it any easier. Especially when it's crunch time. I mean, they were still up by two goals at the time, but um, I mean, every goal counts, and every goal takes that motivation out of the opposite team. But uh, I I think he'll come out flying next game, which they'll they're gonna need, especially with their uh their record in Pittsburgh the last couple of games.
0: Yeah, and I mean now the debate is Matt Murray does he play? I mean he stunk. It's not like he doesn't stink like Bobby. Bobby smells like provolone cheese. Come on,
1: that's not cool. I shower every day.
0: (laughs) But Matt Murray, he stunk up the joint in Nashville, and there's a few that got away from him. not saying Penguins played the best. They didn't really give any goal support, and it looked like they gave up a lot of odd man rushes and just decent chances to the Preds. They attacked the net. They drove the net hard. No one's clearing him out. It's going to happen. There's a few he should have had. What a terrific attempt at the save on the Freddie Goudreau goal on the wraparound. That was amazing. If he would have saved that, that's uh, just one of those things. You've got to give him credit no matter how much you don't like him. That was amazing. The fact that it was in is even better. But he's got to find something that works right now because every time it seems the Preds come in, he, he used to look so calm. He still kind of does, but you can tell it is getting to him. He's got to find his game for Game Five if he plays. Cause going the flurry, in my opinion, stupid decision. You don't take it away from Murray like you took it away from Flurry versus Ottawa. You got to stick with what got you there. And right now, it's Matt Murray.
1: But when you think about it, Murray's uh, stats are actually worse than Flurry's when they pulled him. Yes, and I th- mean Flurry did let up like four goals in twelve minutes or something like that.
0: And it was all in the first period. It wasn't like over a two-period span. It was quick.
1: But that it was two, and I will say if if you score more than three goals and you hold the opposing team to one, um, to me that's a blowout, uh, regardless of well, what how come, others have well Here's say, my thing. They're
0: losing 4-1, th- 3-1, one, one, I mean 3-1 in game four, but also in game three they're losing 4-1 before the empty nutters. Why don't you pull Matt Murray after the fourth goal in game three? Is that because you got to play one more game there and you want to try and get a, don't ruin his confidence just in case? Like, what's the point? It's you're pulling him in a game I, you've already I lost. I honestly
1: think pulling a goalie saves their confidence because it gives them time. I mean, yeah, if you keep them in, they can make up for it. But there's still that chance that they're a little bit rattled. That's why they were scored on.
0: I see nothing wrong with it as well. I if I don't they're see... getting beat on easy goals, exactly. which
1: Matt Murray two goals actually were almost identical. Um, the Smith goal. In game three, and the Arvison goal in game four. Yeah, yeah, I'm not flipping those. Yep. Um, both walk right in the slot, beat him glove side in that gap area, um, like seven, eight inches off the ice. Any other game, he's making a, a solid drop down knees glove save, no brainer. But um, I think this is
0: funny though because it's the same thing we dealt with Pecorino after game one and two.
1: Game we two didn't was know. Just bad.
0: Pecorino's goals were bad. Murray's goals have been bad now. Preds wouldn't commit to a starter. Now the Penguins aren't doing it. Is it is it more mind games now, do you think? Or are we just going for, are they really confused? Because in my opinion, Flurry didn't play bad up to that point. Yeah, he let up a decent amount of goals. He had that one game versus Columbus. It was a shootout both ways. And he got lit up versus Ottawa. But before that, he shut him out in game two. And he went to overtime in game one versus Ottawa. He has one bad period, and you pull him. Is that because Matt Murray was finally back, and then no we're Tristan Jari sitting behind him? Um, I don't know. I... Cause Flurry played really good until then. Game seven versus Capitals was phenomenal performance. Just ne- did not allow any really strong rebounds, anything, and to go into that Ottawa series and get pulled in the third game because you allow four goals in the first period. I understand that's bad. You're in like a Stanley Cup Finals now, and there's four goals with, there's, I think, what, ten minutes, eight minutes left on the clock in game three, and Murray's still in the net. You're going to, that's one of those ones where I don't see a problem with pulling the goalie because it could save his confidence, but the more he's sitting in there getting chanted, that's rattling him more and more and more, and he's going to think about it the next game.
1: Yeah, and I mean, when, when you do pull him, uh, I don't know how many goalies actually do this. I know I would. Um, they can take that quick walk down the tunnel, you, you kind of gather yourself. I mean, you're still not going to be level-headed. I mean, nobody is. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to be this. You're going to be that. But it gives them that chance to set on themselves real fast and be like, all right, I fucked up. Sorry, guys. Um, I'm going to bounce back. Don't worry. We'll have we'll have a uh, Flurry, you know, cover up for me for the rest of the game. And in the next game I'm going to come back and become better than that Ever. And uh, I, th- I think that would have been the smart move. Um, I don't know. Uh, Mike Sullivan's made some questionable choices when it comes to his goaltending. This- these playoffs, I mean, only really one, maybe two. But uh, we'll see how it pans out for him. They're still up in the air. Um, there's people that say they should stick with Murray because, I mean, technically I, th- I think he's the more consistent of the two. I mean, you've seen Flurry struggle in almost every other playoff series since they won the Cup. Um, and, I mean, Flurry just absolutely dominated last year, and for good reason. I mean, the kid is awesome. But You mean Murray? I thought I said Murray. I think
0: you said Flurry. I don't know. I, just didn't, on. On. I just didn't want to Murray. Murray. keep going.
1: Murray. <laughs> 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 Murray won, and with good reason. Uh, the, the kid played outstanding, and... Um he he played on a level that nobody thought was going to be possible being a rookie and getting that deep uh in his first uh Stanley Cup run.
0: All right, well, we're approaching probably about close to 20 minutes here, so do you want to get to the review of game 4?
1: Yeah. Um I'll
0: we'll pull that up and uh
1: so what we're going to do is we're going to watch the NHL Network's YouTube link or uh, YouTube video of game four recap. Uh we were a little bit quiet in the last one, but we'll figure this one out. It was which uh, is a little bit easier to do. I think I watched this about three to four times during work today. Oh. And
0: uh I hope your employer is not listening.
1: I don't think he does. But I did a lot of work, so it's okay. You yeah, know, and that new pad full of notes. I, the I. Podcast. <laughs> All right, game four. Um, we'll link this in the description if anybody else wants to watch. Um, so we'll start, and it and it goes a little bit. Um, they make a joke about the uh, bad breath.
0: Yeah, I saw the one guy even had the Listerine thing, and it said like, "Uh, they make a lot of ban
1: from this." But, uh, a bit. I mean, you get a quick. So this this first one, um, this I was so surprised that Murray saved this because it was a really really bad turnover by Dumoulin, just completely Wide blind open down pass. The slot.
0: You got to bury that though.
1: Facts, but um, blind like backhand pass right in the slot. You're in the NHL. Everybody knows not to throw it blindly in the middle. And Jarnkrok with – no, I said his last name wrong, and I'm going to say it wrong because it's foreign, and I'm not good at that last name. But what an effort um, to get there right in front of the net. Uh, I mean, pounded home, Zach Smith causing havoc in front. Um, yeah, it's just I, – I remember when they reviewed it for goal interference too. I kept saying – Alemana
0: is kinda of coming in on Smith and it even looks like if you watch this replay, Murray even looks like he shoves off Smith. Giving oh, he does. him a, it looks like he gives him a chance to even make that save. So clearly he's shoving off the guy as well. I can't believe some people thought that was goal interference. They gotta clarify on some of these rules, the NHL does gotta tighten up, but Crosby's goal here is ridiculous.
1: I have such a problem with this. Wide for, open.
0: Why is he wide open?
1: That's the issue. Um I believe that was Ellis on the point. Um and who else? Um I forget who the Post other defenseman was. In. But you can't yeah, give him down. that space. No, you never can. He's he's way too good and you know he's going to put the puck in the net.
0: What what a read by him too because the puck was Awareness going back into his on all time Yeah, on that absolutely one. amazing because pucks going back into his defensive zone and he still continues to come across the middle and look back because he knows there's that chance with the Predators trying to push for the zone. Look, perfect. He knew.
1: And it's, that's not the first time, he, or that's not the I only the, time he does that. I love that.
0: the little fake shot he did. Just, that one, the, the light can you imagine doesn't if actually the post, freeze
1: him. If you, it's right there. Just look at it's that. It's right when he pulls it back in is when you see Pekka drop. The thing is,
0: the post and pad and in is what does that. that <sighs> if that doesn't hit him in the pad, that does not
1: go in. Which, unfortunate Pecha's for that was this... This, this is, is another the, uh, one. Yep. This is the, uh, the save right on Kunitz. Kunitz.
0: Kunitz coming down, just... Huge Pecorina save. shows, Huge. Makes, makes Kunitz make the first move. And it pays off big time, because especially because that puck stood on edge, they, 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 it didn't and, slide under the pad.
1: Yeah, and then that leads to the clear. And, yep, down here, Freddie Goudreau. I thought it was a save by Murray. Oh, my God. It would have been an unreal save, but then... Uh, Paddle uh, across the line... Puck play goes for like another in. another minute and a half or something. Yeah, a few and they, minutes and they then they blow the horn. horn. That was incredible. I mean, the effort by Gaudreau, the effort by, even by Murray, I mean, he's still got a piece of it. And if he was half a second quicker, would have been phenomenal a save. That's a save. Still great
0: attempt and effort.
1: Yeah. There's another I, one. This is the uh, Cosby.
0: Backhander like, goes hard, Renee. Puck save. pops out in front here, and Renee just dives across and Stops Jake Gensel from tying the record.
1: And closing the gap in the game. Oh my god, what a save. We have one, two, puck gets kicked out. Yossi comes from behind the play to stop the puck, and then Pekka shoves it out. And if Russ doesn't... Oh, I love this pass. uh, Mike Fisher, here we go. Fisher to Arvidsson. Diving
0: to Arvidsson, and just look at the effort,
1: man. And the same thing, hash marks, snap, glove side, and in.
0: He's a scary-looking dude when he went for that hug with Fisher. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's a good guy, though. Great guy. <laughs> All
0: right, and then and the Auberg and then the Murray does make a few good saves there. A nice little sequence of saves off the Auberg shot, and then Oberg's there's a rebound in front. got to put that in a different spot. is
1: sitting right there, though. I mean, it, his pass was cut off by the, the layout. Um, but I mean, you gotta try and put that anywhere besides the chest. Personally, then, I
0: think Pittsburgh. You know, I know they're down by two goals. Three minutes is a lot of time to pull your goalie. They, I mean, unless they—that's they, one decision. thing. Mike Sullivan, do you are you completely showing no faith in your team right there because you pull him that early? Like, and then uh, I understand you're down by two goals and you're getting Foresburg out words, But come burying on, burying
1: that empty netter which was uh. Big, big thing for him. But that was a super high, intense game. Um,
0: Another Penguins face-off victory. That ties it up, right? They uh, Where did Pred- Preds win Game 3 face-off percentage? I can't remember. Too much stats we been going through. I can't remember everything. But I do know the Preds dominated them the first two games. And now it's looking like maybe Crosby, because he was 0 for 7 on his first seven attempts in the series. Maybe he's found his game. A couple guys found their game on the face-off circle, and that's
1: huge for them. What I love looking at the stats page, for the Preds, you have three goals by three different players, all with less than, um, with three or less goals.
0: Consider them depth. You would consider them depth players. Absolutely. Scoring goals.
1: That's Absolutely. And then you have Forsberg with an empty net for his ninth, but Yankovic um, with his second goal, Gaudreau with his third goal in three in four games. I'm sorry, um, he had a, a goal in the first game, nothing in the second, and then won the, the third and fourth. Um, and Arvidsson with his third goal, that's huge. I mean, yeah, you could say like, oh, they're, they're big guys aren't putting the puck in the net or what have you. But I mean, you got to remember that they're, they're missing, um, Johansson, which he only had three goals, but he did have 10 assists and I, somebody just tied him with assists. I think it was Arvidsson. He now has three goals, 10 assists as well. Um, yes, he does and uh they're just they're moving and it's fantastic that you see the the uh the I wouldn't say role players but the the those depth players coming in clutch and um showing up when they really really need to
0: all right and the uh, game 5 tomorrow what's your prediction on score
1: um i mean <laughs> we were almost i well we were almost right on this I'll, um i mean it away. it got split I said 4-2. Um,
0: I said 3-2. You said 3-1. Three, 3-1 three one, three one with the and empty netter. ended
1: up being 4-1, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, but, um, again, I'm going to put my faith in Nashville um, for more reasons than the fact that I hate the Penguins. I think that uh, they've got all the momentum coming off of two big wins, not one big win. And, like, basically, I, I'd call game one a squeaker win because – um Preds Question- did come back. Questionable game too. Yeah, there there are a lot of questionable things, but um yeah, uh I'd say Preds take game 5 in Pittsburgh. Um I I kind of want to roll with they're consistently putting up goals. Uh I want to say it'll be another 4-1 game and that's only if Pekka plays his way um and doesn't pull a game too. Uh there was a freak thing and, and it ended up biting them in the ass but um he's definitely shown especially the last two games that he's going to make those huge saves and it's going to fuel the team and they're just going to pound him home and make the Pens suffer.
0: I'm actually going to go with a uh, one that I probably wouldn't want to say but I think the penguins are going to put up a hell of a fight and possibly win the game. I think this one actually goes overtime. I think it's a lot closer. We've seen the one close game was in Pittsburgh. I think now with the Predators building momentum, Penguins always play good at home. I think we get an overtime game here, and I think it's actually going to be 4-3 Predators sneak out a win. I'm going to stick with my original prediction of Nashville in six, so that's the way it's got to be. And Pittsburgh could easily take this game at home. Who knows? They could go off. Pecorino, like you said, he's got to show up the way he's been showing up. Otherwise, they're screwed. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And if he doesn't show up, it's it's first of all who's in that for Pittsburgh that's a big thing as well. There's just a lot of factors going into this game that are going to change the score on us and all. In all reality it just depends on who's in that, The good Pekka or the bad Pekka or Murray or Fleury.
1: Good rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, uh, th- that's I I want to say that's what everybody's saying. Because if it if it's not, then they're seeing something that we're not, and I would love to know what they're thinking. But, um, game five is going to be an absolute banger.
0: All right, so you want to uh, jump off the game predictions now, and you want to hit our top players probably for the series slash playoffs kind of who you got?
1: Fire and ice. Fire. That's what I'm calling it, even though it's super generic. Um, <laughs> I'll figure out a better name later. Some brain session, uh, brainstorming sessions. So for, um, I want to kick it off with Pittsburgh. Okay, who do you want? Um, do you want to do
0: hot or cold first?
1: Let's go hot, because okay. I mean, it's gonna be the same for everybody. I know we have the same picks. Yep. Um, and we did these
0: separately, which is weird.
1: Yeah. Uh, Gensel, Crosby, and Malkin. Um, I'll start off with Gensel. He's a rookie. They always have a rookie that is just nuts in the playoffs. I don't understand it. Um. Thirteen goals, seven assists. Um I mean, he's had four goals in the finals, and two of them were game winners. Which I I don't know about you, but I think that's pretty insane. That's pretty good.
0: <laughs> um Yeah, I'm gonna go Gensel as well. I mean he's won away from tying Dino Cicerelli and Billy Leno. Now owns his own clothing company, Billy Bano, if anybody's interested. Let's Wonder how creative of a name. Um, yeah, I mean Gensel's killing. He's got 13 goals, 20 points, and he's got four goals in the final series alone. I you gotta give credit, credit, credits due all day to him. I also got Malkin on this list. Clear reason leads the playoff in points, 26 points. Just it's Evgeny Malkin. He plays strong in the puck. He does anything. I do love how it seems like bring bringing back the same style he did in uh, Philadelphia versus Pittsburgh. Get Malkin to get that hit back on you. You hit him, he's gonna hit you back. He cannot take it. He's like a spoiled little kid. When you do something to him, he
1: wants to do it back to you. I feel like Laviolette knows exactly how and to shut him down.
0: It's good. It's perfect. He had Coots and uh, Kutz shutting down Crosby and Malkin in one series. Like that was amazing. Um, Crosby's on my list as well. I th- like you said. I think we got the same list. Crosby's playing great. Got his first goal in the finals since 2009 last night. Uh, two nights ago. Sorry. It's just maybe that's what he needs to get going in this series. But, hey, 24 points is good no matter how you look at it, especially in the playoffs. But uh, one guy I kind of wanted to say for this series alone who had a really quiet playoffs before this was Chris Kunitz. He's got four assists in the series, both of them in games one and two. Um, But that's still, that's that's four assists. That's huge because compared to another really guy crazy. I got on this list, he's got four assists. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh as I was saying with uh Crosby, basically, uh, he's a setup machine. And I mean, you can see if he needs to finish the like finish the puck, he's going to finish the puck. Um he's incredibly dangerous no matter where he is on the ice. I mean, we all hate and love him for it. Um but it he's he's an incredible player that um is a force to be reckoned with. Uh when it comes to Malkin, Honestly, I think he's been overlooked, even with his 26 points. Um, I don't know. Uh, he hasn't scored in the last two games. Uh, I mean, obviously, being that uh, Gensel and Crosby had the last two Penguins goals to be scored. But he's another player that's dangerous. He's huge. Um, huge. And, uh, I mean, if he's got the puck, you got to watch out. you got to body him up. Got to get in his face, or uh, he'll make you pay for it. Um, uh, which brings me to our ice category. Um, for me, it was the entirety of the playoffs that I kind of based these players on. Um, it's kind of hard to go off of three games. Um, oh, four so, games. Yeah, that too. It's okay. I've had concussions. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, my three picks were Sherry, Haglin and Mark Stripe. I have um, Sherry and
0: Haglin, so we probably have the same reasons for them.
1: I mean, Shiri,
0: different. Uh He's got one goal, five assists in 20 games, Bobby. Yeah, That's... I, that's come on. And I mean, he only had... I he's think playing with Sidney Crosby. Yeah, And he only There's had no 10 excuse. points
1: last year, but still, that's... It's that's no excuse. So much better. When Jake
0: Gensel's burying 13, you're going to tell me you can't six. get more. Come on. Come he's on. He's minus six. I don't care what he is. With you're playing with best, Sidney Crosby, one of the best yeah. players out there. You put up more... Then 6 points in 20 games in the playoffs when everybody else is putting up 20 points on that line. And I know he got hurt in the Capital Series for a little. So did Crosby. Come on, dude. It's just one of those things. I mean, for Christ's sakes, Crosby made Chris Kunis an Olympian.
1: That's very true. Um, Haglin, I love the player. I miss him so much. Um he should still be on the Rangers, but that's a different conversation for another day. Emerson um, eat him. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he's played thirteen games. One goal. One goal. His only point of the entirety of the playoffs. He's minus four. Um he was a healthy scratch. I mean, in at least this series for the first two games. Um obviously he's missed many other games. And he had 16 points last year. What is the difference? Is it his line? Is it some sort of chemistry that we're not seeing behind the scenes? Does Mike Sullivan not believe in him? I don't know. He's a good player. He's not bad. Fantastic player. He's so fast, and he's such a little agitator sometimes. Um, Because you know most smaller players have uh, big tempers. I'm not saying anything about myself or anything, but that's just how it goes. Um, and, I mean, 16 points last year. That's his highest that he's ever had. I think his second highest was tall points with the Rangers a couple of years ago. But I don't understand how you're just that cold. Um, and then Mark Streit. Yeah, I would have had Mark Streit on my list, too, Um
0: but I kind of went more finals based. Um, Mark Streit's just like I said; he's falling off the deep end, man. He's just uh, he's, he's only played in three games, and he's a minus. He hasn't done anything.
1: Uh, only minus one, but still a minus. Still and minus. Only has two assists.
0: Um,
1: um, I mean, it's weird when you see a vet player that's struggled that much. I mean, granted, he's never really had that, you know, solid playoff experience not like he's getting that he would have gotten this year but um i mean he had 27 points in the regular season and to to be a healthy scratch as a a solid defenseman well solid is very loosely used but um i mean he I was mean,
0: a 30 at least 30 point defenseman for many years at yeah. least 30 points every year
1: i mean he's a little older he's 37 yeah. i believe but um so, eh, even still I mean, to only play three games in the entirety of the playoffs, it, it's got to say something about your play, and that's why I put him as my, uh, my third ice player for Pittsburgh. I
0: think it's funny he's not even playing, and he's in all the Stanley Cup commercials talking about what it would be like to lift the cup and stuff. Come on, dude. It's because he's old. <laughs> but uh, I actually got Carter Rowney on my ice. This is a guy who you saw his presence at least in games during a regular season, even during the playoffs a little bit. This series, he's only playing average 11 to 12 minutes a game. That is still enough time, especially in the Stanley Cup Finals, to make your presence known. At least get out there and do something. You have three assists in 18 games. I understand. I'm pretty sure he's playing majority of fourth line right now. Get out there and do something. Make your presence known. You're a young kid. Do it. Josh Archibald is out there. In the one game I've seen him in the Finals running around trying to start fights and stuff at the end of the game. He's at least trying. He's trying to do something to get his team going, prove he's worth it. Do something, dude. It's, you got to do something. I just, I don't understand. It's one of those things where you think a player should be doing better, and they probably should, but then again, they're in the NHL. I am not. (laughs) But, uh, Mm -hmm. you want to move on to the Preds? Before, I hate talking about the (laughs) Penguins. It just gets me.
1: Nashville. Oh, I had such a hard time picking for Nashville. Um,
0: Everybody's doing good. Yeah. Basically. I mean, I,
1: I mean there's a, a couple that I, uh, you can make arguments for, but um, and my f- three fire picks were uh, Mike Fisher, Arvidsson, and Gaudreau. I have two of um, those three. Uh, I based them on this series rather than the entirety of the playoffs this time. Um i mean fisher uh I would say is on the is on the bottom between him and uh between Arverson and Goudreau. Uh, i mean there's room for him to improve uh being the captain being right now your number one center um he's got four points in eighteen games played I know he was hurt um and he had a rough start, but this is a hard nosed player. Uh, I mean, he's a big boy. He throws his body around. He makes the good plays. I mean, he had that great diving, backhanded, poke check pass to Arvidsson yeah, for his that, goal.
0: That's probably play, in my opinion, play of the playoffs. Yeah, just, just the that effort alone, alone. amazing.
1: And, um, I mean, obviously he could play better, but he's he's been working. He's I playing mean,
0: hurt through the Anaheim series. He's probably playing hurt now.
1: I mean, who isn't playing hard at this point? As well, but, yeah. He's a guy
0: who's been to the finals before. He's got a little experience. He knows what it takes, and he's showing it.
1: That's for sure. Um, Arvidsson. Three points in the series. Um, The Playoff Saloon, he's got 12
0: of his 13 points, or even strength. That's phenomenal, no matter how you look at it. it. That's amazing, so...
1: Yeah, the kid's crushing it. Um, now he's tied for second for assists with ten. Um, he's a plus nine, which is fantastic. I mean, it's very hard to have that high of a plus, um, especially when uh you've had the the two questionable games, uh, at least in the finals, um, where there were a good amount of goals scored. But he's playing hard. I mean, everybody's seen the. Uh, the pictures and the memes of the big cut he got on his forehead. This kid doesn't mess around. He's, he's there and he's getting it done. Um, and coming up huge for the team. And then Goudreau, where we both, do we, yeah,
0: we both got Goudreau and Fisher. So. where do
1: we start with Goudreau? Had zero career goals. He goes to the finals. nine games played in regular season. Yep.
0: And now he's got six points in the final, Uh, not in the final, sorry, all playoffs, three goals, all in the finals, two of which are now game winners. And the first one in game one was the game tying goal he's scoring he's scoring goals, and that's all that matters no matter how it's getting done. I know I was talking about some garbage goals before. His goals are what they're elevating the predators. He's either taking the lead with them or tying it up, and that's what you want no matter who's putting it in the net. He's stepping up, and that's good
1: and that's what you need. you want those depth guys to come in and just get the guy's going. I mean, he's he's doing what he needs to do. I have no complaints about his game in the the three games that I've watched. I, I ended up missing game 1, but
0: yeah, and I mean, the the play's been there. He's played good all around hockey, and that's what you want. Same thing as Arvidson. He's a he's a warrior. He's going to do whatever you want him to do. Except Arvidson's a little more offensively talented. <laughs> But uh, my last guy was actually... This is tough. I had it between Ryan Ellis, but that letting go of Crosby the other night, just I don't know, that kind of irked me, so I had to keep him off my list. I, then it was up to Matias Ekholm and Roman Yossi, and that's because of this series alone. Ekholm, goal and two assists, 11 points, plus nine all playoffs. Sorry, he's got a goal and two assist in this series, but altogether 11 points, plus nine in the playoffs. Yossi during the playoffs is... Fourteen points total, which is second in all D-men. But in this series, he's got a goal and three assists, and I gotta give him the advantage because he's playing that power play. He's working it hard. He's also playing some pretty good defense. But the stat that really made me want to put him in my fire, you'll never guess, Bobby. Shot blocks. Sixty-nine shots on goal. <laughs> You're goddamn right.
1: Yeah, he should be at the top of everybody. Yeah, he should
0: be list. at the top of everybody. <laughs> but, um... Nah, it's just... The, all their defensemen play well. I, I, I love P.K. Subban, but... He's playing great defense, but he's not doing a whole lot right now offensively for that team, which is something I expected more of him. But he's playing good hockey. He's shutting people down. He's getting people's heads. But, uh, Roman Yossi's having a great series, and... If we're jumping the cold... Go for it. Ah... Uh, I've really only got two on here. I wanted to put P.A. Parentu, but he's only played five games. And it's really, what do you expect him from P.A. Parentu? He's played for, like, 15 teams. It's f- ridiculous. Yeah, I had and him on mine. He's jumping around every year. He's on new lines all the time. How long do you expect the guy to keep producing? I have Fiddler.
1: Yep, same.
0: And he's a minus four in nine games played over the playoffs. He's got one goal, one assist. How are you a minus four on the second highest scoring team in the playoffs? It's just you had to be out there either in a blowout game or you're just not. Your line is just getting trampled by a top line or a really good second or third line.
1: Only uh, two points as well. I mean, yeah,
0: if- come on, like come, come on, this is a the guy they traded for to get back. Um, and I also got Yannick Weber. Yep. I didn't see your ice, so it was cool.
1: One point in 20 games. He's playing some solid D, though. He is. He is a plus two. Yeah,
0: he's playing some solid defense, though. But. You want to see more on the scoreboard from a guy, I think, before, put up 20 points in a year.
1: And, I mean, he's on the best defense in the playoffs. Yep. Without a doubt.
0: One of the highest scoring ones of all time.
1: He, um, I was kind of disappointed. I mean, obviously, he's going to. Be labeled as a defensive defenseman, um, get the occasional assist and whatnot. But it's it's kind of weird to see somebody on such a dominant in the back end, um, only have a point. I mean, you'd expect at least mm, between five and ten, especially with them. But uh, yeah. I mean, I had PA, uh, PA as well, and Fiddler. Uh, both those two have been healthy scratches for the majority of the playoffs and it's it's kind of upsetting to see sometimes because you know that they're solid players they're just not they're not working and obviously they're gonna pay for that but then with them out um I mean a guy like Frederick Gaudreau or um won't be able to come up and shine when he needs to
0: and and uh I just think Game 5 is a real toss-up at the same time, and guys like Goudreau are going to have to step up. You're going to need... That Penguins team is coming hard offensively. I don't really think Mike Sullivan's preaching any more defense. Nashville's beating them all series a lot. More shots, everything. I think he's preaching just get the puck in the net at this point. And who knows what's going to happen. It's just a real... This is honestly just a toss-up. Two really good teams, and it could be a home-and-home series. I'm not 100% sure yet. We won't know until it happens. It's the way it is for sports, unfortunately.
1: So, uh, I mean, we've covered game four. We've hit our high and lows for their teams. Already made our prediction. Brings us to the last thing. Eight guys. What was it?
0: The combos? Ninety...
1: 90- three?
0: The the combo plates, appetizers,
1: Patron mm. Silver. Alright, so here we got... We have a group of Predators fans rent an $1,100 bill. Uh, $1,127. Including and, tip. And, Thank and $0.25. You. Cents. you know,
0: I don't doubt they would tip, but...
1: That's a hefty tip. I mean, with good measure. Um... 93 cords Lights, one short sleeve t-shirt. Um,
0: How do you not get the shirt for free when your bill's that high?
1: Yeah, really, I don't get that either. Um, oh, one Blue Moon. Apparently, uh, somebody uh, threw that on their, their bill, apparently.
0: And they, I read that one guy's comments, he was getting... They were getting buckets. They weren't actually buying beers for the bar. They weren't buying rounds for anybody, but they were getting buckets. So yep. they were more than willing to share with yep. anybody who came to talk to them or anybody who just wanted one. I um, mean,
1: that is – that's just a couple what, of guys. Go on
0: there. And there's on the one on thing the that says Vegas something is just the word over and over again. What What the hell – it's on the receipt.
1: On the receipt. Oh, bomb. Vegas, 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 Vegas. What is that? 50 bucks. I want to say that's probably a bunch of – shots. Can we uh, look that up? Like, yeah,
0: let's do that real quick. Let's just quick little but um investment. I was kind of wondering that. I, I mean, yeah,
1: like sausage and cheese platters, nachos. This place is not cheap. Let me tell you, even <laughs> for a bar, Rippy's ribs. I mean, I would love. Apparently, it's a good time. But they rip um,
0: apart easy. Is that the point of the name, or
1: they didn't even get ribs? They went to a rib place. They didn't get ribs. It's the first thing I'm doing. I, I mean, mean, obviously, if I'm going
0: to a rib place though, and they got some good nachos, ribs. I'm going with the nachos. They put pulled pork on it.
1: Pulled pork is a good to
0: I, I literally read this receipt. I was starving during lunch. So and then uh, the
1: the eight Patron shots. I mean, yuck! But they said they hey. were a uh, Sharon w- d- Sharing with a bunch of guys. All right, their the next th- table over.
0: And the story's cool because there are a bunch of guys who stayed fans after they all moved away.
1: Yeah, we, they had um. So it's kind of like a of them, reunion. Yeah, two of them were from they grew up in Nashville ended up moving away um and then ended up meeting up with the buddies from back home and just kind of tore it up like king style and we need a producer for this <laughs>
0: yeah seriously hey look that up It's a Vegas bomb as a shot.
1: Okay, yeah. Apparently, uh, Google doesn't want to show anything for me. Yeah, I figured.
0: (laughs) You're getting atomic bombs? (laughs) Yeah,
1: sushi bombs, bomb hair. I'm getting Vegas
0: bomb. Uh, let me read what this is. Oh, Urban Dictionary? The best fucking drink alive.
1: (laughs) Vegas bomb recipe. Alright, so, you got, ooh, Crown Royale. Some sort of butterscotch schnapps. Um... Take a glass of Red Bill, fill the glass half full, and then you bomb it. So it's drop just... it in there. Sounds what ten? They got five of them, so it's
0: ten bucks a shot.
1: I mean, bombs are normally.
0: expensive. I mean, yeah, it's can't... the Red
1: Bull that makes it expensive. Dude,
0: if you're going with a Red Bull on a drink, you might as well just go with the Irish trash can
1: and load it up on liquor. <laughs> and we all know how much we love Irish trash cans.
0: Yeah, because we're I'm trash. So hmm. don't tell me about my cut off shorts.
1: Yeah, you shouldn't wear them. <laughs> you should not wear them.
0: You have never seen my capabilities in color
1: <laughs> But uh yeah, I talk about a you know, a good time in, in your hometown.
0: And uh that's just the way to go and so we're cutting close a little on time here from so I just want to do one more thing before we're done here. So looking back at You know, basically, dynamic duos in the playoffs. Who would you have? I saw this today, and it caught my attention. Oh, yes, I
1: forgot about this. Completely
0: forgot. So, this is the 21st century best championship duos. We have Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin.
1: Oh, sorry. Jonathan Taze and Patrick
0: Kane. Anzi Kovacar and Drew Doughty. Zidane Ochar and Patrice Bergeron. Pavel Dotsuk and Nick Lindstrom. Chris Pronger and Scott Niedemeyer, Vinny LeCavier, Marty St. Louis, Joe Sackick, and Peter Forsberg. In their prime, doesn't matter when their prime was, like, when they first started, you know, like, some guys have a really good first playoffs and never really live up to it after that. If if I had to pick any combo out of this, it's a, it's really hard for me to not go Sackick and Forsberg, but Scott Niedemeyer in his prime was out of his prime a little after, you know, Pronger was in his prime probably when Niedemeyer was calling it quits. So, fight Scott Niedemeyer in his prime and Chris Pronger, who just seemed like he was always there. He took three teams to the finals. He carried Matt Carl his years in Philly, especially that first year. He took Edmonton to the finals and went to Anaheim because he knew they were going to win a cup. They were, he was the missing piece, and he was that was the team he needed to do it on. I mean – Two shut-down defensemen who can shut you down, but they can both put up points. So I would go Pronger and Niedemeyer in their prime. And after that, I would probably go Sackick, Forsberg, and then Lindstrom, Datsuk. But St. Louis LeCavier was nasty. This is just one of those things that gets to me. but i really go Pronger, Niedemeyer, and then Sackick, and Forsberg. It's, I'm calling it right there. Crosby, if I have to pick one of the playoffs, he's a great playoff performer. You get to the finals, Malkin's going to have to do all the work. Just what you've seen. So, I would I'm gonna go Pronger and Niedermeyer. Scott Niemeyer was awesome in his prime. It's just I can't take anything away from them. They'll shut you down and score.
1: Yeah, I was um I was stuck between St. Louis LeCavalier and Datsuk Lindstrom. Um, we'll start off with Datsuk and Lindstrom. I mean, you can't say enough about them. You got Mister Perfect and the Magic Man. Uh. I mean, you could argue that Lindstrom was one of the most dominant defensive players, at least of our lifetime. And, uh, that was gross. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but, I haven't muted myself, just in case. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Datsuk and still is, one of the most elusive players that, um, I mean, you could probably I mean, ever play Does against. that
0: dude age?
1: You've seen his videos in Russia this year. a, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And I mean the the level of skill isn't at high. It is in some cases. I mean, you are also playing with Ilya Kovachuk. But um Yeah, uh I mean Lindstrom was incredible. Absolutely incredible. It was it was hard for everybody to see him retire. But um I mean they were just a part of a team. That made the playoffs. What twenty four years in a row, right?
0: Yeah, and, and won just it three snapped. times in
1: that span. Just snapped. I mean, or four times in that span. Yeah, but
0: my thing is, is why isn't it Geiserman and Fedorov? I mean, I mean, I understand they're not our generation, but if they were on this list for Detroit, I'm only pick them. They were phenomenal. But then again, you got to put Gretzky with Messier, or you know, Gretzky with Curry, or something like that. So,
1: I but, mean, uh, so who's your,
0: who's your pick though? Who's your first go-to? Because you're you're a toss-up. You're a little like I was I, as soon as I saw Pronger and I was like, okay, they even beat Sackick and Forsberg for me.
1: If I were to pick between those two pairs, I'm going St. Louis and Le Um I mean, I kind of uh, always really loved watching St. Louis play. He was not a big guy. And he was a Con Smythe winner, if I'm correct, right? When they won the cup, Brad Richards. Brad Richards was a Con Smythe winner. So. Shit. Anyway, um, I, even still, that guy was ridiculous. I mean, that the year they won the cup, uh, ninety four points. Um, that, that is ridiculous. Dude. That's a lot. The plus thirty five. <laughs> um eight short-handed goals. What? That's incredible. I mean, you don't see people with that many. Um So you're going to go them. But now Here's my next question. And then you got Vinny, who's just a
0: attack. Dude, dude he's could huge. Score anywhere. Like He
1: is a If putting if Canadian putting forwards
0: younger. on the point on the power play was more of a thing back in the day, like when he was younger on Tampa he, he would have
1: ran the league. He has one of the heaviest shots. You, you know what I mean? Like, or at then. Yeah, I feel like what really
0: shots. got that going harder was when Kovalchuk started bombing him when he first went to the Devils. He was just firing him from the point on the power play, and that's what really got things going more and more for that, I believe, putting guys with a heavier shot. And so here's my next question for you. You have to pick between Crosby and Malkin or Taze and Kane. Who do you take? In the If you're going, let's put it, You have a playoff run with a really shit team and you can only have two players. Who do you take?
1: That's a tough question. Um I mean, between the four of them, accolades wise, uh, Crosby and Taze, they both have gold medals, I think two. Um Uh, I mean, they're both great power or not I'm sorry, not power forwards, but two way players as well. Um Taze has got three cups. Crosby's got two. Really don't want them to get that third, but he could. Um, I honestly would still go with Crosby and Malkin easily. Um, I I think they're just better players. Um, I mean, Malkin's bigger. He's not going to be moved easily. I mean, as shifty as Patrick Kane is, he gets tossed around a bit. Uh, Same thing with Taze. They're not the biggest guys, but goddamn, do they have skill. And, I mean, you set up Malkin and Crosby on a line, and they're just going to be dominant. They're going to feed each other. They're going to do that stupid, horrible angle shot where Crosby will shoot from the goal line and will just go shelf and Penguins fans everywhere cream their pants. But...
0: I go Crosby and Malkin as well. Kills me to say, but Malkin, one of the strongest guys in the league on the puck, you can't take him off of it. He's just, he's a, he's a fighter. And knowing that he plays gritty, I like that. Crosby runs around whining. I hate it. But in the playoffs, he's, a, he's like, dude, he, he's same in the regular season. He goes off. He knows what to do with the puck. He knows where to put it. He knows where to go. He plays good two-way hockey. I love Patrick Kane and Taze. Taze is still one of my favorite players in the league. He's just...
1: Crosby's that guy that gets it done.
0: You put more offensive talent out there, he's better. Crosby's better. And Taze... He's a good two-way better two-way better player, but Crosby can play both ways as well, and Malkin's going to be a bigger guy. Kane's shifty and probably has some of the best hands in the league. But I got to go. I don't know. That's a tough one, though, because Tays and Kane have won a cup in front of, a, in my opinion, a bad Corey
1: Crawford. Corey Crawford is garbage. I don't think he's that good, so... Absolute garbage.
0: I might have just swayed my opinion The Kane and Tays there. I don't know.
1: I, mean, I don't what, know why I just then, did that to myself. But then... Think of the team that they have.
0: That is true. They did have a better
1: team, but the Penguins I mean, have a good team. Duncan Keith and Seabrook in 2010. Crosby doesn't
0: show up in the finals usually, though. It's just Malkin. So that's a good point.
1: Kane is. I it. mean, he,
0: Kane he, won a Stanley Cup. He scored the overtime winner. He did. Who was that against again? Remind Shut me. Shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> it was bullshit. Cause if Jeff Carter would have lifted the puck with two minutes left on Antti Niemi, instead of bearing it in his fucking arm. It would have been Game Seven. I probably would have felt better about a loss.
1: Yeah, I I still stick with uh, Crosby and Malkin. Even if Crosby doesn't show up in the goal column, he's going to show up in the assist column.
0: Yes, and he's yeah.
1: That that goes without a doubt.
0: I don't know. That's a tough one, but I I might maybe I'll just stick with my original Crosby Malkin, like I said as well.
1: I mean, both of them are bigger bodies. I mean, you've seen the puck protection that not just Malkin, but Crosby's got great puck protection. Yeah, he does. He's a good A button user. It's hard to take puck from. M- but,
0: Malkin's really hard to shove off of it. Crosby's hard to take it from.
1: Yeah, I mean they're not small guys. I mean no, they're both two hundred plus pounds. But uh, but uh, yeah. yeah. I I loved Flat-off, that babies. that picture, that um, I mean who do you take those those duos? It actually got me thinking a lot, and uh, it was really really thought provoking but
0: what did Justin want us to talk about real quick before we forget? Cause he listens to the whole thing.
1: Justin, Justin, Justin. Where'd go?
0: We'll live feed you in here. Justin
1: OV trade rumors, OV
0: trade rumors. Yes. That's huge. I saw one the other night about Calgary, possibly sending them,
1: uh, uh, Sam Bennett, I Sam saw that. Bennett.
0: What, what? Like Sam Bennett, Sam Bennett's night, good, but he ain't that good.
1: Picks. Um, if
0: I'm that, I'm like I want Monahan in a first, in a second, and that in a pro in the prospect.
1: I'll tell you, Washington's yeah. kicking themselves in the ass for trading away Forsberg. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, with for, for a Martin E. Rat, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Let's see.
0: I don't think they will trade him either, unless it's worth it. But, they
1: got to get a huge return. Well, not
0: only does a huge return, if they want to keep Yo, uh, Yoshi, if they want to keep Oushi, they need money. And they got Kuznetsov, Burkowski, all these guys. They want to keep because they're younger. They gotta get the cap back.
1: This is not the right website. There's not a chance. What is this website on? There's no way that they would send Ovi. Okay. No, he's
0: not going to the Habs either. So yeah, this is
1: or Vegas. Okay, I clicked the entirely yeah, wrong. Yeah, link. the
0: wrong one.
1: Whoever um, does that one
0: needs to find hold a line. new drug. New drug guy because he's getting the wrong stuff. Yeah,
1: why don't I just go to Twitter because they have all of our trade rumor needs. Um, but uh, that could be like the biggest thing to happen in the last ten years. There it is. Several first round picks: Oliver, Killington, and Sam Bennett. I've never heard of. Uh, look him, let's Oliver, look him up. I mean, Kyling, Kylington, Killington, I'll I don't know. If honestly, if I'm getting any sort of star from Calgary, I'm going either Johnny or I'm going Monahan. Um, Sam Bennett's not a bad player. Oh, and they said Kachuk's off limits. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I don't blame him. <laughs>
1: that kid is ridiculous. Did you so just look
0: him up? yeah, he's got six goals, twenty-one assists in the AHL this year. Not, that's ba- not not that's too not shabby.
1: Bad, but that's no. not never
0: really put up big numbers. Just an average, probably depth player. Um. Yeah, and I mean you're not gonna get a whole lot out of them. So,
1: what? Huh. So, uh. Oh, and Shattenkirk's a big thing too. But um, I mean, on I think they could get another year out of Ovi.
0: I think they could definitely get it. It's like quest though. How long do you keep them until you've ruined their chances of getting a Stanley Cup? I mean, how old is Ovechkin now?
1: 31.
0: 31, 32. I always think about. I'm pretty sure he's a year older than Crosby.
1: Yeah. He is 31. Wow. That's right. But, um... Yeah, I mean, he's still got time left. I, I mean, if you see him in person, you think opposite because he's thirty one with nothing but grey hair. And I don't blame him with all that stress that Washington puts on him, but um he uh he definitely has uh another year. I mean they've they've got him inked up for some quite some time and probably no trade clause somewhere in there. But
0: yeah, I don't see him. moving. If, the if they're for a moving, the, the
1: return that they get would be so absurd.
0: I would give them Braden Shen, and our second overall pick this year, and our first next year. That's what I would be willing to give up for a pure goal scorer to be on my team. He's the still probably the best goal scorer in my opinion. Dude can bury it from anywhere, I and mean, anyone can Put got 8 put
1: fifty goal seasons, fifty plus goal seasons.
0: I mean, he's thirty one. It's not like he's thirty six. You know,
1: I'm sorry, seven, seven, fifty 50 goal seasons. But yeah, I mean, we're going to delve into him more definitely in the next week or so. Cause, oh my God, the day that free agency rolls around and trades start breaking.
0: Ooh, baby.
1: That's going to hey, be.
0: The, the uh, protected list and expansion draft is coming up soon. So
1: that is true. That's going to be a good time. It's going to be ridiculous. I can't wait. They also announced uh who they're having. Uh, host the awards. Some random celebrity. That's a uh, pretty big, Joe Manganiello. Probably just butchered that. Hey. but I I've seen him in a couple different things, but uh, I wanted to touch on this one thing, and then we'll probably wrap it up after this.
0: You're breaking an hour. We said we were gonna keep it short Yeah, whatever.
1: <laughs> things happen. Um,
0: Justin got his plug. He don't care.
1: Yeah, Colin Wilson. May return for game five. Huge. I mean, so he's um, got one
0: goal, though, right? And, yeah, but
1: he's also been hurt for the yeah, majority I understand, but of the playoffs. Um, I
0: mean, James Neal's a minus five, and I think he's playing great.
1: <laughs> in the twelve game. Four points in the 12 games that he's actually played. Okay, cool. Um, Two goal suits, nice. And he was, uh, had a 35-point season in 70 games, which he's scoring every other game statistically, but um, I think that could help them so much. Uh, if he were to come back, I think that bumps out, like, Zolnerchek. Um, or I, I would actually, yeah, I would toss Parento. Parento,
0: Fedler, one of them guys, because Zolnerchek's playing pretty good.
1: Yeah, but, uh, the, he would, he would be a great addition. Um, I mean, he's a hard-working guy. And, the uh, he's probably chomping at the bit to get back. Yeah. Especially when they're this close now.
0: Chance at the Stanley Cup Finals.
1: So. Yeah, I just wanted to throw that yeah, out there. Because yeah, I was actually really curious. I was going to put him in my. Uh,
0: former fantasy team player we had. Colin Wilson. This
1: old guy. <laughs> I wanted to put him in my fire and ice. But uh, I found out he's been hurt. So he kind Doesn't of really is count. exempt. But yeah. So that's it, up. it.
0: Podcast Pigeons.
1: Episode 2. 2. In the, the books. Um, go I Fred's think- go. I think this one went a lot better than last yeah, one. Yeah, I mean we ran longer. on. We
0: ran on. We'll probably put some descriptions on what we talk about for the times this time. So if you don't really want to listen to the whole thing, you can skip to it. Um, but yeah, we appreciate. It. I threw in a few words there that my friends wanted me to throw in. So hopefully they listen to them and uh, listen to
1: us. We're a great time, and it's only gonna get better from here. Yeah,
0: it's only gonna get better. And uh, have a good one. Enjoy the games.
1: Yes, Yes, game five. It's all your fault. We're the project pigeons, and I said that wrong. Mm. Later!